If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Hey guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 2024 Santa Fe, available early 2024. 13 minutes late, ahead, ahead, 13 minutes late, ahead. Somebody, 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 13 minutes late. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I texted you, I'd be 13. You was like, don't worry about that shit. We got Shay on show, so just relax. Tune dog back up in this bitch. Uh, 13 minutes late. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 13 Word. minutes late. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 13, 13, 13, 13. Mm. Where the fuck was you? Um, I was saying we got I Shay. was on my motherfucking Peloton. Yeah, good. Like good. You spin? Riding like a slave in the sweat is on. Oh, shit. Got <laughs> like you Napoli. Is it Dude. safe to say that you have bars? No, I don't have bars. I'm fucking a little. I'm like, I'm like, uh, what's that? When you get like workout inebriated. When you feel like you're inebriated. Like it's, called like, it's called yeah, an endorphin know. high. Yeah, I am endorphed. Good. <laughs> <laughs> New t-shirt. Feels good, right? Feels good. I I did it too today. I can't stop. By the way, these people even aren't even our sponsors. But I got to tell you, like, I am loving this fucking bike. I'm sweating my ass off. I go way harder than I ever do on my own because they're cheering me on. I really, I really, I really love it. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's great. I feel wet right now, though, man. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) do you have a wop? I don't, or you I don't probably have, have wob. You probably have wob. Wet ass balls. Yeah, I got. Oh, I, yeah, I got. I got a sob. Sweaty ass balls. <laughs> I got a sob. You have probably what you have. Oh, uh, 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 that's a sob. You have watch. Wet ass cheeks. Wet ass. <laughs> <laughs> I missed you. you know, I missed you. We have so much to talk about. 
I mean, I don't even know where to begin. When we, when we do this once a week, I accumulate all these things I want to talk to you guys about. There are so many things we need There's to There's so out. much to talk about. I wanted to talk about Joelle, your birthday present. Hi. Uh, she got an Oculus 2 from Donald and I. Have you been in the Oculus 2 world yet? How's that going, Joelle? Well, I can tell. Yeah, it's great. I could tell she's been in the world. I could tell she smoked a lot of weed and put the freaking jumps up, the, the mask on, and has just been walking around blasting at stormtroopers and flying starships and shit. I could how's tell the, already. How's the Star Wars game, Joelle? Okay, so the flight simulator is beautiful, but I suck at flying. I cannot do it on any game. And in this one, at one point, I was like, I think I'm upside down and I'm going to hurl. Uh, it's so realistic. You can look down and your hands are like touching the controls inside the it's crazy good um the darth vader game is awesome because like rogue one it was the first thing that like really made darth vader scary to me rogue one darth vader hallway scene horrifying and this thing darth vader comes out of the shadows and walks right up to your face and you're like you're tall and very frightening and it's amazing <laughs> uh beat saber also great oh, uh, yeah good arm workout if you're about that life on the hard <laughs> setting uh but my favorite so far <laughs> It's the meditation. <laughs> yeah. Really? What's the meditation? It, it's, a free, it's a free meditation app that comes with it. You can buy additional like experiences inside. I've only tried the one it comes with, but it is so freaking trippy. It asks you to like breathe with it, and like you breathe in like white sparkles, and you breathe out. Like, oh, gold I'm dust. gonna love that. Woo! It was great. Somebody great. told me there's an aftermarket app. I mean, the, I mean, not, I mean, I mean, there's an app you get with it, and that you can buy, and you can put on. You're in, and then you're in a big screen movie theater, and yes. you can invite big your screen. friends in yeah, and watch screen. a movie together. That's yeah. so fucking dope. Yep. Yeah, we yeah, got to yeah. do that. Yeah, I, I think I that's a great it. idea. I think that's a great idea. I have a question to ask now. Go ahead. So the Oculus, it just comes with the joystick and the goggles. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. And that's but don't you need you headphones? Need? You just have your headphones. It ha- you it has you a spot where you can attach headphones. headphones, but it has directional hearing, so it can just you know you can use it without headphones. So how do you download things? Like how? They, where does the, the hardware? Internet. There's an app. It's in the goggles, phone. so you can use it in the goggles if you like. I have a limited time; I can keep the goggles on and keep playing. It's about an hour and a half to two hours, probably the longest I should be playing video games anyway. Uh, but you can use your phone to purchase your apps. And then once you're inside the goggles, you can like upload it to your thing. So I pay for them on my phone. Your phone, but your phone isn't your screen, is it? No, 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 no. no. Come on, buddy. Everything is stored on that much money, your phone and your screen, you know? (laughs) Okay. Calm down. All right. First of all, calm down. Uh, by the way, Joelle's unboxing video was uh, made my day. I watched it a few times. So (laughs) adorable. So funny when you're uh, unwrapping it. You're so funny. Oh my gosh, thank you. It was uh, fun to unwrap. Uh, you guys got a lot of compliments on your choice in wrapping paper. I don't want to be sexist, but did did one of the partners wrap it? Or no, was that's guys? me. That's your me, babe. Your wrapping skills are so fucking good. I want you to know that wasn't even like my assistant, Joelle. That's how much love I put into this. My yeah. mom taught me how to rap when I was a kid. Look, she killed uh, that. She did real good teaching you. I, I really, and, I, and I, because it was you, and I was putting so much love into it, I didn't phone that shit in, Joelle. Like when I folded down the ends and it was like a little long, I took them scissors back out and trimmed, Uh-oh. Joelle. Oh, I shit. trimmed. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys something right now. When it comes to detail, when it comes to decoration, when it comes to stylizing a space mm. thing or something like that, of that matter, Zach Braff works really hard to please the eye. 
You yeah, know what I mean? You walk true. into you walk into a room. If Zach is the owner of the room or said renting room. or renting <laughs> said space in room or renting space in said room, let me tell you something right now. It usually has a theme and it is usually fire. Thank you. <laughs> I also got to say, I get so much joy out of matching the right gift with the right person. Mm. And I really love that. I, I, I mean, and, and of course, when someone's as appreciative as you were, your video was amazing. It made me, it made me uh, laugh so hard. But I, I just love like, and, and we had a little help from Daniel because I was brainstorming and Daniel was like, stop brainstorming. This is what it should be. <laughs> but I, but I was like, oh my God. I don't know. I was just really looking forward to it. I love, I, I love, uh, I love that. I love sharing with you. Should we let Shay in? I'm feeling bad. We got a fancy guest in the, yeah, let's uh, let him in, in the let's, other room. Let's let him in. Let's let him in. You know, if there's another guest, we might say, hold him off. But Shay, you know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. There he is. Thunderous applause. Thunderous applause. What is really good? What's Shay, up, I'm everyone? sorry. I'm sorry. Donald was 13 minutes late, so I'm sorry. Oh, that's Yo, Shay, you know, what I started, okay. you know what I started doing? I started, I started working out today. Did you? Like, Congratulations. Day one, yeah, day yeah, one yeah. Shay. Day one. Day one, the Peloton bike. I'm already sore. Oh, fuck that thing. Yeah. Fuck that <laughs> thing. It's awful. Yes. I tried it once. It is a killer. Uh, it's and hard. Those, I'm cutting and, weight, though, Shay. I'm getting skinny. He's trying to get down to his fight weight. I'm getting down to a fight club weight. Do you, Donald, do you have the shoes that go with it? The fancy yeah, shoes? You got to have the shoes. You need the shoes. You got to have the shoes, Shay. They kind of monopolize the situation, though, man. You get the shoes from them and you get the. You don't you have to buy their brand. You could buy a different brand if you're worried about a monopoly. A word? A word, yeah. They're just <laughs> cycling <laughs> shoes. They're just cycling shoes. You can oh, probably I was get Nike the, ones. You can probably oh, get dope Nike ones if you want. I was under the uh, I was under the assumption, and as you always do when you make it, when you assume you make an ass out of you and me. I thought that those only fit the same pegs that the only peg, you know, the Peloton no, pegs were the only no. pegs that they fit on. That would be <laughs> fucked up because I imagine there's people who are real cyclists who get on it to train and then just clip out and clip into their real bike, you know. I hope so. I haven't tested that theory out. I hope this is true. Shay, I'm I'm always excited when you're on for obvious reasons because you're the best guest. But also, even before I've watched the episode, I'm walking around. I was making my smoothie this morning going, oh, cool, we have Shay on. And then I said, oh, I know it's a good episode of the show because I always say to Shay, first off, when we start a new season – what do you, which episode you want to come on for? Right. And, right. When he, and, yep. when, and when he chooses this one, I was like, okay, well, I know it's going to be a good one. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anytime that you all are nice enough to let me come on the show, one of the things that I definitely try to do, and this is something that Donald picked up on the last time I was here. One of the things that I definitely try to do is pick an episode that will allow the opportunity to talk about A, the brilliance of the show as it was displayed in that particular episode, but also be some larger part of the show's legacy. So that's why when I got your message about being on season three, I said, well, absolutely. Because here's the thing. Uh, okay. A very common thing happening right now, because we had that giant last dance documentary earlier this year. And then the Lakers won the title a week ago is there's this whole LeBron versus Jordan debate is like stirred <laughs> up again. Who's the greatest yeah! basketball player of all time. Right. <laughs> And that's, and that's fun. That's a fun thing to think about and to participate in. But if we move it a level past that, if you change 
the parameters of the debate just a little bit, it can become, I think, more interesting. Because inevitably, talking about LeBron versus Jordan becomes a thing where you're trying to solve too many problems at once. You're trying to account for the different eras, the different salary caps, the different ways in which basketball importance is measured. It's like trying to solve for X at the same time that you're trying to solve for Y. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So if you change it a bit, rather than making it Jordan versus LeBron, you make it Jordan versus Jordan. When was the... When was Jordan at his absolute greatest? What season did we get the best ever version of Jordan? That, to me, is a little more interesting. And if we tie that back to Scrubs and to this podcast, that's why I was pumped up to be on here. Scrubs is one of the greatest TV shows of all time. We're all very clear on that. It's smart. It's funny. It's tender. It's well-written, well-acted, well-directed, well-scored. It hits all the spots that you need a TV show to hit for it to get into that conversation. But here's a question that I have spent a fair amount of time thinking about and a fair amount of time arguing about, even more so than where does Scrubs belong on the list of all-time great TV shows. What season was Scrubs at its absolute greatest? What season did we get the best single stretch of episodes, the best storylines, the best character weaving, the most impactful acting, all of it? And season three is one of two seasons of Scrubs that has a rightful claim to that throne. It's season three and it's season five. In season five, we have the we have the Miss Wilkes episode. We have the two episode arc where Dr. Cox falls into the depression. We have the Wizard of Oz episode, which was great because of how ingenious it was, but also because that's the episode where Ted has his single most beautiful musical performance. We have the sitcom parody episode. We have uh, Turk finds out that Carla's pregnant before she does episode. There's a there's a bunch of them too. It's a really really special stretch of the show. Season three gave us the Ben episode. Um, it gave us the, the Michael J. Fox arc, the two-episode arc there, which is beautiful. It gave us Turk and Carla getting married, which was wonderful. Uh, we get the Take Me Serious episode from Elliot, which is great. The Butterfly episode, which is another example of the show's ability to get you leaning in one direction and then fucking shove you in the opposite direction at the end of the show. And then we have this episode here, My Brother Where Arthur, where J.D.'s brother shows up again. And I'm fucking super pumped to talk about it because it's just... So great that that confrontation in particular. All of the rest of the episode too. Oh my yeah. god! I just you want to I just want to point out one I, thing I, real quick. We, before we go on, on before we go on any further, before we go on any further, before we go on any further, that was fake doctors, real friends. Thank you guys for uh, listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to make a similar comment in that I want the audience to know Shay's not reading off of notes. That fucking amazing monologue he just did was off his off the cuff and impromptu, and I got goosebumps three times. And you are just <laughs> you are just so fucking well spoken. It makes me think like I should quit this podcast and get in the fetal position. But no, um, this but is thank this you. Is, this is only because I spent all of that time working on the Scrubs book. No, so I like, know, I know. But you, you were also, dude, dude, dude. You are, you are. A f- I, I, I know you are not going to, like, you shouldn't waste your talents running for public office, but you're such an amazing public speaker. You just can, like, riff so fast. You're not like, there's no ums, there's no, and, uh, you know, likes. You're just like, like you're reading a fucking teleprompter. That was amazing. And on that note, for all y'all out there, five, six, seven, eight. stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. Mm-hmm. 
Welcome to the program, everyone. It's officially started. Sorry that it's, uh, you know, we're running behind uh, because Donald uh, was 13 minutes late because he decided to Listen. get in shape for the first time today. Thank you, Donald. <laughs> for the first time, pretty much for this. You know, I tried to get in shape in the beginning of quarantine. Right. And now it's like we're going into our third trimester, I guess, of quarantine. We're about to give birth. It's getting rough. It's about it's about to be a full on baby. It's getting rough. It's getting bad. It's getting bad, yeah. people. We got a big election coming up, Donald. Voting is sexy. I'm wearing my voting is sexy T-shirt for you guys. Yeah, we're not going to get political today on any of that shit. No, I'm not trying to go down. I'm not trying to go down any wormholes. I know you're not. I know you're not. But I'm going to say one thing to all of our all, all of our listeners. The one thing that you have to do if you are in the United States of America, go the ahead. one thing you have to do this year, this go November third, is vote. Yep. It is the most important thing you will do this year. You didn't do shit. You all were locked inside anyway because of the pandemic. This yeah. is the time to get out. And I'm not being political. This is not a policy thing. Don't apologize. I'm not, I'm not too, preaching. too much on the line. 100 million, not, 100 million people didn't vote last time. Do you know that? I, 100, 100 million eligible people didn't vote. That is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Slow tear coming down my face. <laughs> and so I don't care who you vote for. I, don't I, care. I care. I care. Yeah, you do. I well, Donald likes there. to be Donald likes to be extra apolitical, but I care. Okay, they care who you vote for. I don't care who you vote for. If you vote for who you vote for, and you don't like me, that's fine. Vote for who you vote for, and you don't I've already like gone. Shay knows because he follows me on Twitter. I've already gone all in. Like it, it, the people who oh, fucking yeah, yeah. Are the people who hate me are, are going to hate me already because I just I'm I'm all in. I'm like fuck it. It's like poker. I'm all in. I can't take it anymore. I hear that. Anyway, so just get wait. Out I want to ask. I want to ask. Yeah, definitely. Please vote. Look into what's going on in your state, because on the day of, there's likely to be extraordinary long lines. So if you're in Pennsylvania, for example, as I understand it, you can vote in person the whole week before. So don't get caught in some craziness. Obviously, plenty of states have uh, early voting that starts now. Um, Texas, what up? Yeah, mm. I think that just just do us a favor. You can go to IWillVote.com or you can go to the thing that Donald and I supported, which is HeadCount.org slash Zach and Donald. Beanie Feldstein is, is, has a platform that she's doing also, and I don't want to get it wrong. And so we'll bring it up later on in the program uh, when I have my notes in front of me. Okay, are you, are you planning to get your notes at all? I just want to know when that's going to start. No, you know? I have. I have. <laughs> I got I have, Shea Serrano today. I have. I have. I have. I, I have the show notes. I don't have the notes uh, for her voting uh, site. Uh, Can I spend 30? I won't, we're not going to get out a political wormhole. So if don't worry if I'm going to ask one question because I have three, Donald aside, I have three very intelligent people here who are very- Oh, shit. No, you're smart, but you're not as politically savvy as I know D Daniel and Joelle are. And I imagine Shay is just from following him on Twitter. So I'm gonna Close ask your face. I'm gonna ask one question. We're not gonna get on a huge wormhole, but and I'm Close gonna be face. Stop, shut up. I'm gonna be impartial and just ask a question. Daniel, Joel, and Shay, if you're interested, mm. can you explain to me the movement of people that are very liberal and very to the left and wanted Bernie or Elizabeth Warren or 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 anybody else and are passionately not getting behind Biden? Now, can oh, you shit. just explain to me in a as pretend I know nothing, which I almost do, mm -hmm. what the ideology is behind um, voting third party or someone else when that clearly helps Trump go? There are people who believe that neither side is supporting or passing laws or doing the things they actively need to be doing to help the, the people that they represent. And that's across 
all spectrums, black, Latinx, queer, uh, differently abled, all of it. Um, and they just feel like their vote is sacred and therefore they should cast it for who they believe is, you know, the best person in their mind, damn the rest of the results. Uh, and that is their feeling and they are, will be hard pressed to find a lot of those people to be moved one direction or the other because they mm. just feel so failed by the system as a whole. Mm. Yeah, that sounds exactly right. Yeah, I have, well, I have it, nothing else to add. Well, okay. I, don't, I, don't, I don't. They can vote for whoever they want to. I just want them to vote. It's still speaking your voice. You know what no, I mean? No, I know. I just, I just, I just, and I know. I, I don't. I know. Don't at me because I'm asking it as innocently as possible. Even if that doesn't go to the greater good of getting the bad man out, they're like, "Fuck it, you didn't go for Bernie." Kind of vibes. There's definitely a group of people like that. I'll let Dan will take yeah. that one because that's. I mean, all I was going to say is that, like, you know, what has been universally accepted as the greater good has not been the greater good for so many people who have been disenfranchised, who haven't had their voice heard for generations and generations. And despite how many times that we have said in the past, like, you know, really this, you, you know, you're going to do this when you should be voting for this. Mm. Neither party has ever represented those people. And it's like, it's a part problem with the two party system. And it's a problem with how we view politics in this country in general. But I do not necessarily blame people for feeling like they are not represented because the fact is a lot of people haven't been and still aren't. So yeah. you know, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm honestly not blaming anyone. I just didn't fully understand the, the ideology behind sure. like, and I, what you're saying is like, yeah, they hear that every fucking four years and they're exactly. tired of it. Exactly. And, I, and I get that. I just, as someone who's so passionate about this, and I know so or so is a good percentage of the population. Totally. I just, I, I, I kind of want to, I want, maybe I'm the guy who's the idiot being like, oh, come on, guys, just one more time. And they're like, fuck off. I get it. I respect it. I just didn't fully understand it. So thank you for articulating it. Let's get off this now. Thank you. Should we talk about the television show Scrubs, guys? Let's do that. <laughs> now, we Shay, were... as you know, we have a 47-second summary <laughs> from Donald Faison these days. I hope mm -hmm. when Shay's on, Donald, you, you put a little extra effort into it because the man <laughs> writes are, as, uh, very articulately about the show. You know, this is starting to turn into a... Uh... Fuck with Donald situation. <laughs> Am I ruining your endorphin high from the spin bike? You know, I was I was feeling good when we got on the podcast today, and now I'm starting to feel like, uh, you know, uh, like my best friend is being a bit of a dickhead. But I love the thing you. is, I love you. I apologize, and I would take your your ball sweat and just squeeze it all over my oh, head. No, not again. Too much, too much, Joel. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> Trying to win him back. Well, say no more. You've done your job. You I'm had me. At, it's like it's like you had me at hello. You had me at my ball sweat. All right, you ready? And are you ready? And yeah. go. JD's brother Dan is back, and he can't believe the way JD is evolving as a doctor. The rest of the cast is trying to make ends meet, moonlighting behind the hospital's back. Now we all do what we can to get over the proverbial hump, and it's easy to get lost chasing our destiny. It doesn't take much to get back on track if someone is looking out for you. You're lucky if you have that. Oh, okay. Very nice. Donald Faison. That was, uh, that was shorter than usual and well said. Uh, family, right? I mean, family is a, a, a central tenet of this. How do you navigate these relationships of people you love who drive you fucking nuts, right? Yeah, but it's more, it's more than that, though. This episode, man, it's... it's yo... 
your brother fights for your soul at the end of this episode. Yeah, yeah, he does. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He fights for your soul. Mm. And he goes. And JD never knows, by the way. I love that JD never knows. Yeah. Yeah, but Cox knows. And in the beginning, you know, I'm, I'm getting chills thinking about this shit. Cox doesn't give a fuck. The job's getting done. He doesn't care what this kid's turning into. Life is moving on in the hospital, and it takes somebody to show up out of nowhere, somebody who cares for this one person, who Cox cares for too, to show up and be like, dude, all right, I get it. This is a hospital and people die and you got to go through all of these tragic moments. And the only way to cope is this way. But yo, this is my brother, man. And I love this man. I love him so much. Please don't let him fall into the same category that you're falling into. Don't let him fall down the same path that you've, you've gone down. You know what I mean? Don't let him turn to the dark side because mm. there's so much light in him. You know what I mean? And he sees that I could be something better than I am. And I, even when I don't see it in myself, my brother has this positive energy about him. Please don't take that away from him. And mm. he's begging. At the end of the show, he's begging. Even though he might get his ass kicked, he even throws a threat at the end of it, like, I will fuck you up if you ruin my brother. He pretty yeah. much tells him that. Yeah. Cox gets it and walks away. You know, spoiler alert, he gets it and walks away and gives JD the pep talk at the end. But No, dude, but Dan Dan makes Dan makes a big difference. He says, Look, I'm not anything. I'm I I I'm not gonna be a doctor who saves lives. I my life, I still live with my mom. I'm, I don't have anything going on. But this kid. He wanted to become a doctor more than anything. And I'm watching you and you're you're slowly making him cynical and pessimistic and and making jokes about death. And and how dare you? Like you need to you're the one. He he'll do anything you say. You need to keep that light in a light inside of him. And um I, and then the fact that JD never knows and then and then Cox gives him a pep talk at the end, I thought was really moving. What do you think, Sherry? Like one more thing, Shay, before you go. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't think this was the funniest episode of the season. I don't think this is the funniest episode no. we've seen so far. No. But as far as as far as a point being made, yes, this was it, dude. Yeah. And when I found out Shay was going to be on the show, I was like, "Of course he's going to be on this show." <laughs> you know what I mean, this is this is the one. This is the the one that I I, I greatly uh, enjoy to watch. To your point, Zach, the thing about him about JD never finding out about the speech, I think that opens up like a really interesting conversation to get into because earlier in the episode jd sort of chastises dan about having never been there for him you never show you never showed up when i needed you to and then we see this other thing happen and so the viewer is left to wonder one of two things number one was dan secretly always in the background standing up for jd helping him get to where he Mm. needed to go or wanted to go or was this really the first time and JD is like spurred on this great big change and his brother, every time his brother showed up, JD would say something or do something that would inch him in the direction he, he needed to be, to be heading. It's one of, I think like it's one of three or four things that happens in this particular confrontation between Dan and Dr. Cox. That is so interesting to, to think about because the guy was it Tom Cavanaugh. Yeah. Tom Cavanaugh is just outstanding here. He's, he steps into this role and just, and just nails it. And it speaks to a larger thing that scrubs is really good at. One of the things that always comes up when people talk about the show is how it was probably the best ever at navigating those turns when an episode would go from something being totally and completely silly to being something totally and completely serious. Like, and that's what we see here. Here he is giving this, this really touching, really heartfelt monologue. And just a few minutes earlier, there was a scene where him and Turk and JD are a traveling fart show. <laughs> I know. Right. And, and, yeah. So yeah. bad. And yeah. it, like that happens in the span of a few minutes. And I it know. Do, and it somehow doesn't detract away from the emotion of the situation. That's that amazing. Able, that he's able to summon during that confrontation. If anything, 
it enhances it. So it's I think- It's amazing. It's almost like, um, the, uh, this might be a stupid analogy, but like swimming with weights on in, in that you you go so extreme one direction that you're able to swing the other direction. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You're, you make a, you're doing the stupidest fart joke probably in nine years where like we're literally on tour as a fart band. I mean, like, I, I'm embarrassed that we did that. But then, <laughs> but then, then that that you go so far the silly direction that that you can sp- almost spring back and be and be stronger in the emotional direction, maybe. Yeah, and what's fun to do is if you're rewatching the show with like that in mind, you figure out that every single time a big moment like that happened, it was preceded by something really, really outrageous and goofy. Later on, you guys will do the the Ben episode, and when you rewatch that, the scene immediately before that is just outrageous in comparison to those two so there's that part of it there's john c mcginley who fucking what a master this guy is once once dan gets going into his monologue the meat of it the important part dr cox doesn't have a a single word to say in it not one. he just stands there and absorbs everything and it and in probably anybody else's hands in a less skilled actor's hands it's just empty space right there but with john c mcginley he fills it up. If it's fat with emotion and, yeah. and a realization. He has a really quick part in there where he takes a big breath as Dan is talking. Dan is giving it to Dr. Cox. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Cox is just like, like he just that's the that's the breath of somebody who knows that they're being read like a fucking book right now. Yeah. And he and he just doesn't say anything back. He never argues with Dan about JD being special, which is like his way of being like, You're right, he is. That's my bad. It's it's great. I really like that. And then the last one, and I don't know if I'm just like reading too far into it at this situation, but the way that they shoot that scene, they're outside on the walkway outside of the hospital. Mm-hmm. And because of the way that the stage, the scene is staged, Dan is closer to the door, Dr. Cox is closer to the ramp's exit. And Dr. Cox, who is otherwise a full inch taller than Dan, because of the way that they are in mm. the scene, has to look up at him. And yeah. it's one of the few times in the show that we see Dr. Cox in that position. Usually he lords over everybody, over every situation. Not here, though. He has his chin up. He's exposed. Oh, my God. Even. It's like the same thing. That's with, amazing. Yeah, with with uh, with Brendan Fraser's character, with Ben. Like He's so much taller than him. He's always sort of chin out, ready to get hit in it. Subconsciously, you're watching this scene, and you don't really register that it's happening, but you can, like, something weird here is happening. You, you can feel it. Dr. Cox is open to this criticism that Dan, a person who he does not like one single percent, is offering him, and you're like, oh, that's it's, I don't know yeah. if they did it on purpose, I, I, but it's no, really well, cool. I, 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 would be, so I wouldn't be surprised. It's Mark Buckland, who was one of our best directors uh, mm-hmm. on the whole run of the show. And episodes are always extra special when Mark Buckland was the director. And um, I wouldn't be surprised if that was a choice because uh, – and it's little subtle things like that that, that make a huge difference. Um, there's, yeah. a, there's a really big mo- – there's a moment in there that I, that I feel like we're missing also. I feel like Dr. Cox is also proud of Dan, like, oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't see this. The little, the little I didn't see this down. coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, shakes wow. his hand. he shakes his hand. Yeah. Right, he's like, he's like, holy sh- Okay. And then he says, all the best at all the, the end. Best. Like, all okay, the best. Okay, Dan, all the best to you, buddy. <laughs> Good, for you. Good for you for doing that. Right yeah. on. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's not condescending. I'm making, I'm making it sound condescending right now. But it, it really is one of those moments where he's like, holy shit, this dude. It, 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 it's a testament to the power of love also. This dude is willing to step to me right here on my turf mm-hmm. right now and fight for his brother. Okay. Yeah. I, I have the speech. You want me to read it real quick? 
Yeah. Please do. Do it. Do it. Yeah. I won't try and perform it like Tom Cavanaugh because uh, he crushed it. <laughs> he crushed but just, it. But just because um, every we're talking about it so much and I, it happens to be uh, on the web, I thought I'd uh, just quickly read it for everybody who hasn't just watched the episode. And here it is. He says, hey, listen, Dr. Cox, no offense. I'm a big fan of the tough guy act. But let me tell you what I really think. I think you love the fact these kids idolize you. Johnny does. Johnny was always the one in the family we knew was going someplace. Sweet kid. Smart kid. Becoming a doctor, that's all he ever wanted. And yet somehow, you found a way to beat that out of him, haven't you? Turned him into some kind of cynical guy who, who seems to despise what he does. Dr. Cox, Johnny's never going to look up to me. Ever. Mm. But he hangs on every word you say. So I'm asking. No, I'm telling you. Take that responsibility seriously. Stop being such a hard ass. Otherwise, you're going to have to answer to me. Hey, you did, you did a really good job right there, Zach. Not bad, not bad. <laughs> that was great. Not bad. I, 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 started, great. I started not trying to act, and then I got all <laughs> into it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But Tom did it better. But anyway, the point is, it's, a great, it's, great, it's great writing, and it's and awesomely performed. And, you're, and, and Shay, you're right. Johnny C is, you know, if you're an actor who thinks that they don't have a lot of lines, it's the ultimate example of, in a scene, watch, watch how good Johnny C is with almost no words. And um, and how he listens, acting is, is so much about listening, and just watch how he genuinely listens. And this is an episode where he has to talk throughout most of the episode, and his strongest moment in the episode is when he says nothing. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a really good. That's, that's a good really actor. good actor right there. You know, I played golf with Johnny yesterday. Oh, how did that go? Burying the lead—that's what they call that. Hmm. It went. Fabulous. We had a wonderful time, man. I'm Who, won? Say, Who won? I'll let Johnny talk about it when he comes on the show. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Uh, but uh, he is one. First of all, I had I knew that he liked to play golf. I didn't know he loved golf. Hmm. And it was a lot of fun to watch. You know, there's there, you know, we've known we've all known each other for so long. There's very little that we don't know it about each other and this was one of those things like i've never had to compete against a compete with johnny you know what i mean right i would be terrified of that (laughs) because as as i love him to death and he's a sweetheart but there's a there is a little bit of jd and cox in us and i i I wouldn't want to compete against johnny i feel like he would get all too too into it for me he he plays tennis too there's there's oh we need to we need to sincerely like look we've spent enough time like just it being you and me we need to we need to pull need Johnny to, into the fold. We need to pull Johnny into the fold. Dude. What you're saying is we should pull, maybe bring him into our, our uh, what do you call it? Our pod, because you and I are pod buddies. Yeah, it, it would be, it would behoove us to do that. Cause then we could go to his house. We could go and hang out on the land. Yeah, Johnny has a baseball field. Johnny has yeah. field of dreams, Shay. He has a, uh, he lives in Malibu and bought a piece of property next to him that's big enough that he built a baseball field a la Field of Dreams. That's incredible. He heard, he heard, if you build it, they will come. Yeah, <laughs> he built it. That's, that's, built that's it. that syndication money. Yeah. That's, 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 that's syndication money. He put that all into a baseball field. I don't know about that. Donald put it into 47 kids. Yeah, I don't know. I was about to say I put that into. Donald, if you only had two kids, you could probably have a baseball field. Right. I put I put it all into my sperm and oh, yeah. shot away. Those are expensive <laughs> sperm you shot, bro. All right. So how did it go? How did it go? It was a lot of fun. We had so much fun. And we played at uh, Sherwood Lake, which is a cute little par three, 18 hole, but it's uh, made by Jack Nicholas. And so it's, 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 it's a very 
well-designed course. And, you know, he invited me out there and we, we played. And Is that a club try. thing or can anybody go there? It's a club thing, but we're going to try and make it a Thursday thing for Johnny. And oh, I, I would love that club. for you, man, because listen, I know how much you love golf. And I know that it would be great for you as your friend, as your best friend. I, I would love for you to have like a regular day you played, especially with someone as cool as Johnny. I know that you. Well, I would want to I would want to play with Johnny because he's like my fucking brother, dude. I've known him pretty much half of my life you know what i mean when you look at right. it now and you, were you guys I mean? you guys you don't have to tell me who won although i'm assuming it's you did you, were you did you feel evenly matched in terms of like you weren't waiting on each other you can play together no i'm not gonna say i won i would say johnny beat me if anything but it was my first time playing the course and i'd never you know what I mean? <laughs> oh. there interesting. were interesting there was maybe there if was, you had a golf simulator you could have won i'm interested <laughs> in the uncertainty here because they they keep score you just look at the number at the end yeah. and you know yeah. Who won. Yeah. why are you being so cryptic <laughs> who the fuck won <laughs> well we, we you know there's different when you play among there's no money involved there are different rules you know what i mean certain oh, you get magillas what are they called magillas mulligan yeah, mulligan magillas you got it magillas <laughs> you get magilla gorillas you get McGillas. <laughs> McGillas. What's a, Mag a MacGuffin? That, a MacGuffin? That, what is that monkey in the window? That's a McGilla gorilla, right? That's McGilla gorilla. A MacGuffin. That's isn't that a mission that you go on? A MacGuffin is like in a movie, like the random bit of uh, of bullshit you have to make up just to make the plot work. You're like, well, you uh, know, you're like, I don't know, and then there'll be some MacGuffin, like I don't know. Uh, because yeah, of this, like, like you know, uh, like a dagger showing up out of nowhere to show you where the crash Death Star has the uh wavefinder that leads to exegol even though it blew up exactly like that yeah exactly. I, I don't know exactly. but it's like it's like you come up with some weird plot device to make the plot work so you're like that's a MacGuffin. like the emperor coming back to life even though he was dead <laughs> okay let's try and stay out. away from that area uh, <laughs> you have shay here you can talk about uh your, your basketball <laughs> the lakers winning the lakers did it yeah, okay, yeah. I was going to say this, Shay. You were saying you don't want to compare LeBron and, and Jordan and all of that stuff. But I'll say this. LeBron went two more rings. He's been to the finals more than Jordan, and he's got Dude, those six rings, too. That's a, That becomes a really, like... Then I don't know how you argue against yeah, that anymore. You can't, you can't, you can't deny it if he wins two more, dude. I don't know how. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I think don't know how like, he stayed in the game longer. It doesn't mean he's better. Jordan left. He could have done two or three more, but he was done with the game. He was like, Jordan, no, we, like, we, we saw him. We saw him. In, we like, saw him in Washington, and he was yeah, done. He was. He was. He was he done. Was done. He was several done. years out of the game, though. He wasn't. You know, from my perspective, from my perspective, Jordan sneakers are way nicer. Otis Bird's Otis Bird song didn't play. I agree with that. I'm not bringing up Otis Bird's song or yes, Mike Jaminski, bro. Okay. <laughs> All right. I will say this. With the stats and then having won six rings, there's no way that you will be able to deny LeBron being the GOAT. Jordan forever. Six, I can't pe hear pe anything People saying. will still deny it. See, Joel will, will still deny it. But yeah, I think – I think. He he just is leading in too many things now to be like well to be like well I don't know right you can't you can't you can't disregard all of the numbers right anymore does LeBron excuse me for not knowing does he do that fucking epic hang time with the tongue out shit he does not no, that's, that's oh Michael, I like that I used to have Michael a poster Jordan. of that on my wall that's Michael Jordan <laughs> next to my Phantom of the Opera beach towel that was hung like a tapestry <laughs> you'll be happy to know I did have Michael Jordan like this dunking with his tongue out because I thought that was cool. And I wanted right to fit in with the other kids. All right, let's talk about the show Scrubs, guys. Uh, Gomer <laughs> is a real term. Um, it stands for uh, get out of my emergency room. And apparently 
it was something that the doctors used to call uh, old people because they were like, oh, get this gomer out of here because um, there was, they were just taking up a bed. That's kind of like calling an ATM an ATM machine. So you're saying get this gomer out of here, but you're saying gomer, which stands for get out of my emergency room. room. So, yeah. emergency room. So get this guy out of my emergency room out of here okay well okay well then pick a different sentence uh i got a gomer i got a gomer in bed three johnny got it okay well i'm just saying i'm just saying that's i because it pisses me the fuck off when somebody's like i gotta make it to the atm machine and you're like, you just said machine, machine, motherfucker. Okay. All right. Let's all. <laughs> I got to make breath. it to the ATM so, machine, machine. There's way more machine. Uh, takes right now. Way more like letter takes than I was anticipating when I right. got on here. <laughs> <laughs> um, I laughed when, um, when Johnny's Pickles. about to offer a hug and I go in for the hug. My arms kind of go up and I'm like, think yeah. I'm going to get a hug. That made me laugh. I laughed at Pickles. Pickles. Mr. Bober and his pickles. That senior citizen actor was in another episode. I forgot where, but this was um, his second time being a patient on the show. And when we did, and when we did uh, Undateable, was the character of Mr. Bober that was touching all of the old people? Was that, or was it Mrs. Bober that was doing it? I don't recall. I don't remember. You don't uh, remember? So yeah, this guy, he was Frank Bober here. Yeah, was a character, but, but I just saw in Scrubs Wiki that he he had uh, appeared. Uh, we should mention this was written by Mike Schwartz, who's uh, incredible, one of our favorite uh, Scrubs writers, hilarious guy and good human being. Um, I uh, how many dog piles have you been under in life? I, uh, but but I haven't been in a dog pile probably since like college, like drunkenly. Right, I remember being in dog piles and you <laughs> like being under like 20 feeling like you're under 20 people and you're gonna die and you're gonna die yeah I, that's what I and then you get all claustrophobic yeah. you get all claustrophobic and you're like and i've never been in a dog pile do do gentlemen always lead with their elbows is that a thing is it is the intent to hurt or is this a secret way guys get to cuddle it is, I, it it's, is it's the latter it's the latter are you kidding no, we me? just it cuddle is, it is definitely <laughs> let me tell you something, Joel, that you need it to know. It is intended to hurt too though. That Donald doesn't want to talk about. No there is a lot saying. there is a lot of male on male wrestling to to make up for like yeah. sexual ten- tension. And All I don't mean I don't and I don't mean to imply that the guys necessarily want to fuck. I just mean that they, they have the testosterone and the and they just wanna it, it is like it's fucking male cuddling. It's like wrestling and <laughs> I remember being in high school being like the dude was like pinning me and like we're like I don't know it felt in hindsight a little like sexual. Okay. I, see it. I don't I mean see to it. say that we were going to dock. I just okay. mean yeah. that like there was there was testosterone tension. Have you Okay, here's a here's a great question. Have you wrestled as a grown man though? Is the question. A man? Have you wrestled as a grown man? Yeah. Not um, have you wrestled as a kid. I no I wrestle my girlfriend sometimes, but I don't wrestle okay. another man as a grown man. Dude. No. I want Scott. You're laughing. You're like, dude, we gotta do this. <laughs> <laughs> I once got drunk. I once got. I once got drunk with Jacob Vargas and Sullivan Stapleton. Jacob, Jacob Vargas, that's my yeah, guy. Yeah, I love Jacob <laughs> Vargas, and and Sullivan Stapleton, who was on Blind Spot. We were doing a pilot together, and we were living in New Mexico. Oh God! And we were drunk out of our mind in in either Jacob's room or Sully's room or my room. <laughs> I don't remember where it was, but we started wrestling. <laughs> 
And let me tell you something right now. There ain't nothing like being drunk and grown and wrestling with another motherfucker. <laughs> listen, listen. Like, I will fuck you with you know what I mean. And you're strong, every, man. Donald, Donald, they don't, become, could they keep up with you? Because you're really fucking strong. Yeah, fucking Sully is way bigger than I am, dude. And he's way stronger than I am. So he's throwing me around like a rag doll. And I'm uh, trying to be like, I'm trying to grab him and be like, I will fuck you. You know, you try to get all posturous. I will fuck you up, you motherfucker. And you start wrestling, <laughs> you know, and you're trying to get into it. And you're it trying always to gets more serious than it's <laughs> Yeah, especially drunk. If you, By the way, if, you just take the up off I will fuck you and you're, you're proving my point. I will fuck you! There's a there's a there's a thing inside of all uh, Mexicans. Jacob Ar- Jacob Vargas is Mexican American. So if you told me I got drunk with Jacob Vargas in my head, I'm like, oh, that means you probably wrestled with Jacob Vargas. That just is how that's just how that goes. Why that's Mexicans like to wrestle? It. Dude, we fucking love it. We fucking love it. <laughs> there's something I wouldn't about- fuck with Donald. Donald. Donald, you scare me. When you- I didn't think. Listen, there's I been times think I- over the years where we get a little bit serious and like I'm trying my best, but you just fucking crush me listen i'm telling you something right now i didn't think i would like it as a grown man to be rolling around like that yeah. but that shit is fun dude i was the orgasm <laughs> i came so hard <laughs> it was one of, it was one of, it was one of, it was one of these ah <laughs> so um we we kind of skid by this but carla has phone sex with turk's 11 year old nephew mm-hmm. yes <laughs> she says she says he was so worldly right. <laughs> <laughs> and then later on they call it back and uh what you my say son was at, my, my, my nephew was asking what you're wearing yeah, yeah, yeah. how sweet is that yeah uh, uh. <laughs> when she um, says worldly was she like oh and i'm gonna do this and he's like oh yeah well tell me what you're gonna do with that when you get it was right. he doing stuff like that no. dude elliot's that attempt worldly? elliot's attempt at phone sex in the woods is hilarious now Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Didn't we talk about Elliot's uh, obsession with nipples? Did we talk about that? Like she um, licked somebody's she nipples. Licks, she licks. She licked nipples in another sex scene. You know, there's not a lot you can do in a in a broadcast TV sex scene. So I think that like you run out of ideas quickly. So it's like, well, so nipples. Are we allowed to lick nipples? All right, we'll lick nipples. Male nipples. In, in you, can lick scene, na- you can lick male nipples. Elliot says something about licking Sean's nipples. Yeah, and it only he almost it and he almost completion. and he almost gets there. He says, I'm close. And she says, I don't care if you're close. No, she says she's trying to do some phone sex in the woods for those of you who haven't watched it and are just needing to be reminded. She goes, nipples, Sean, because they're having bad connection. I'm trying to lick your nipples. And then, um, and then a, a troop of Boy Scouts stumbles upon her in the woods, and she says, "I don't care that you're close. I'll call you later." Meaning, <laughs> meaning that that almost drove him to completion. Oh my god! <laughs> the, the thought of of being told, "I'm licking your nipples." Your nipples, Sean. Scott Foley was like, "Hello." <laughs> um, the first time we've ever done a short title sequence like this, I believe. I'm no Superman. Yeah. You know, we were locked into the time. So if, eventually, if Bill couldn't get it to a place where he's like, I can't, if I, you know, if he needed a few more seconds, he's like, I, this is going to hurt the show. If I, Bill was a master and is a master of cutting things down. We would get things, both with my films, I've showed him, like, what the hell am I going to cut to get this time down? He's so good at that. But sometimes he'd be, I, I guess, I'm assuming this is the first time he was like, you know what? I'm gonna take the credit sequence out because I, I need that. I need that for the show. So this is the first one I remember. That's like I'm no Superman. Thing. Do you remember any of the things that Bill cut that you were like, 
so hell bent on having on the show, and then it was gone, and you were like, "Fuck, I really wish that." Would you know, have I wasn't really gone. aware because I when you're just when I was just an actor, I wasn't really micromanaging it like that. When I had directed one, I would be so invested, and they would always be long. They'd be like thirty five minutes, and you need they need to be twenty two. So you're always like. I don't know how the here here here, Dad. I don't know how you're what you're gonna do, but fix it. Right. And then and then of course when he delivered his 22 minute cut, there'd be a lot of like <laughs> pain because you'd be like, oh no, how did you get rid of that moment? Oh no, why did you? But you know you had to do it. It's it's there's no choice. You have to fucking cut it down. Um, all right, we're gonna go to break, and when we come back, we are going to have a fan call. Is that right, Joel? Yes, please. We'll be right back after these fine words. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend? A lot of people spend their lives wishing they had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it your priority. Therapy, personally for me, has helped me a lot focus on my goals. And you've heard me talk on the podcast of the whole idea of whiteboarding and manifesting and, and really getting clear with myself what I want to accomplish in my life and where I want to set my sights. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RealFriends today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RealFriends. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grace Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday. Let me tell you guys, my family loves our Helix Sleep Mattress. Ever since we've got it, we've had some of our best sleep yet. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from. Each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Not only is the mattress the best I've slept on, but the setup was fast and easy. Helix mattresses are delivered in a box straight to your door for free. Helix is offering 20% off of all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Daylight savings time is starting up again for most states. The goal? To give everyone more daylight from March through November. By setting clocks forward, it may feel like there are more hours in the day. But if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates for your roles any sooner. There's only one way to do that, ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash realfriends. 
ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100-plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash real friends. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash real friends. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And we're back. And we're back. We have Chase Serrano, Zach Serrano, and our guest is about to come on. I'm Donald Faison, and we just connected to... Kate Zelensky. Hi, Kate. Uh-oh, Kate. Oh boy, here we go. Oh, Kate. she's she's pulling a Sarah Chalk. You're you're muted now, Kate. Unmuted, Kate. This is unmuted. very Sarah Chalk esque. And <laughs> now you're one step away from dropping your iPad in the tub. No. Oh no, no. Kate, hit the microphone in the bottom left. The microphone in the bottom left. Kate, you see that red? Thing? Might change oh, your. You uh, Did I do it? Yes. Joel, I warned you in my email that I'm kind of like a real life Elliot, and I just knew this would happen. (laughs) I knew this would happen. I'm going to say something, Kate. It looked like you gave up even before we said her yeah, mic was Yeah, she was like, out. fuck it. She was <laughs> like, I'm done. I'm not even going to do fake doctors anymore. I don't even want to do fake doctors anymore. It didn't. I didn't want to be on this fucking show anyway. It's very hard to get on this show. I don't think you give up if your mic's on mute just for a second. I think you <laughs> really... Right, Joelle? You, yeah, you, you, you should focus. Yeah, no, you she sift, got it, though. You sift through a lot of, uh, of people that want to be on this um, program. I, do. I, am, I am so prepared. I mean, I have like... A hairband, a mask, a martini, a water bottle. A this isn't. This like, is. This isn't. Let's make a deal. You're not going to need those things. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I'm. I'm currently hiding from my family, like you, Donald, and like I have been sitting here, like you're not going to fuck this up, Listen, no, listen. In all seriousness, Kate, there's no wrong answer. All right, if you say anything horrible, it'll be amazing. People love it. <laughs> I, I, I think, I th- okay, so you like to go by Zelensky? Oh, well, my, my, I, sometimes when I'm mad at myself, I call myself by my maiden name, which is Riley. Okay. Um, so that's why I stuttered because I usually when I'm like, fuck, Riley, fuck, you know, that's <laughs> okay. like, so wow, I was trying to say, you are very Elliot esque. You're very okay. proving to be very Elliot esque. That was, that was a lot like Elliot going, fuck. Seriously, it was, yeah, it's 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 real. It's it's not a great way to go through life, guys. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to the program. It's called Fake Doctors, Real Friends. We have the legendary uh, writer and uh, and personality. What are you besides a writer, Shay? You're a just, philanthropist. Just a That's no, all. No, you're a writer. You're a philanthropist. You're a Twitter superstar. Mm. Uh, getting Chase, worse and worse. Shay Serrano. Yeah. <laughs> writer, philanthropist, writer, philanthropist first, then Twitter superstar. Has a OnlyFans if you're interested. Like just oh, Shay. I'd go on, I'd go on Shay's OnlyFans. All right. Donald, have you ever been on an OnlyFans? I don't think we're allowed on OnlyFans. No, I'm not allowed on an OnlyFans. Yeah, I, I don't think our women, I don't think our I women want, would support us. Want, well, you're paying money. I wonder, I wonder, I really do wonder what OnlyFans is like, because it can't just be somebody 
on OnlyFans just sitting there naked like this is what I do. Well, isn't it just like, I don't know, Joelle, do you know what it is? Isn't it just like a strip club, but someone's house? Why you got to go to Joelle? Uh, You can come to me. I've lived with a lot of sex workers over the year, cam boys and girls and such. Let's wow. talk about that. No, sorry. Wait, the listen. <laughs> wait, sorry, Kate. Kate, 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 you can, Kate, you can mute your mic again. Now, Joelle, you live with sex workers. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole Kate, no, era no. of Joelle y'all know nothing about. Wow, that uh, sounds like a good podcast. Uh, yeah, one day I'll talk about my my college days. But uh, yeah, the kids, you know, they enjoy it. They love they love the OnlyFans, and yeah, it's just it's just amateur porn essentially, but. The cool thing about OnlyFans, you're paying the sex worker directly as opposed to a large company or getting it for free. Mm, you know, I see. so the cam. Sorry to interrupt, but the cam things they take a giant cut, whereas this goes directly to the person. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they can control how much it charges and all of that stuff. So there's some issues with the app that I'm not, you know, knowledgeable enough to talk about it. But do you yeah. think that Donald Didn't and like I, um, Bella could- Thorne make like? Two four like twenty four million or very something like that. Yeah, very controversially, not twenty four million, not twenty four million. How much did she make? A lot, something, like twenty something, lot. like twenty something million is what. Oh, I was, because I thought it was she's two million. Then but, she said but, she wasn't going to no. do anything nude, and everyone was like, "Well, then what do we all pay for?" And then she was like, "Yeah, right." Pretty much, pretty okay. much. Sorry, <laughs> hi, Kate. Uh, sorry, Kate. At this juncture, I feel sorry. like we should tell them why I picked you. Sorry, Kate. Yeah. Go ahead. We we, we I, digress. You know, Joel, I don't know if you picked me because of my signs or because of my situation or. Uh, we could do situations and then sign because I really Got wanted it. to. Have, yeah. Okay. Well, um, uh, Zach, I am so touched at how protective you are of we nursing mothers who are fans mm-hmm. of the show. Yes. Because, you know, people will tell you, even in like La Let Leche her speak, League, Donald. which Let like, her speak. you know, way to go, La Leche League and everything. But they'll tell you, you know, breastfeeding is the most natural thing in the world. And it's like, nope, it's hard. It's really hard for a lot of us. Not everyone can do it. And we just have mm-hmm. to feed our babies. And the latch thing is real. The mm-hmm. open wound nipples thing is real. And it's, mm-hmm. you're sobbing at five in the morning, trying to give your child nourishment. And so I don't listen to your podcast while nursing because of Donald's loud <laughs> <voice>. <laughs> But I just wanted to ask Joel, I mean, I listen every week. I'm an enormous fan of the podcast Kate, and the show. Kate, you're done. But... You're done. No, no, <laughs> no, no. I'm not. <laughs> but no, no, no. Because I want, I want the Oprah voice, Donald. Yeah. I do. She I just does, don't she wants want to have her cake and eat it too, Donald. Yeah, <laughs> she'll never get it. Again. She so... wants the Oprah voice. She just doesn't want it while she's dealing with a, Kate, a, trick, a tricky latch. Here's a what tricky you did. Latch. Here's what you don't know, Kate. Zach was being facetious when he made, talked about the latch and everything like that. He doesn't care about your nipples. He doesn't care I about do. your I do. I care about Kate's areolas. And let me tell you something. I had so many people tell me uh, that that they listen while breastfeeding. And I thought it was very charming. And, of course, if I was breastfeeding, I would get lost in a good podcast, too. It's perfect. You're stuck so when at you, home. You yeah. can't. And it's also COVID. So it's not like I get an escape by like being like, I'm going to go to a movie you know, and sleep in a movie theater. There's nothing hmm. to do. I'm stuck at home. I'm on the couch. I'm nursing. I'm pumping. I'm holding my mama's boy, baby boy. And so there's not a lot to do, but I listen to the podcast in my car because I still do my family's grocery shopping. And I listen in my car and I sit in the grocery store parking lot with a drive-through coffee for like 10 or 15 extra minutes. 
And then I get home and I'm like, the lines were so long. Whoa, I just wanted to get out of there. Because I'm yes. just hiding from my family. So you guys are my escape. Yes. And that's I what I told that. Joelle. Yeah. Thank you. Kate, you have a decision to make then. Because okay. I will make a promise to you right now that I won't yell anymore so you can listen while you're breastfeeding. No, I, don't do you, that, Kate. While you got Donald, your I would. I would never. I cannot. I will give you that or I will give you the parking lot. Which one do you want? She wants the parking lot. It's her me time. You know why? Because if I took away the Oprah introductions from all future guests, I would I would hate myself. Yes. A lot of people only a lot of people only listen to the show to to hear Donald's Oprah voice. Kate Zelinsky. Fuck them. It's all about you, Kate. I'm doing this for you and only you. Are you kidding? This is the first thing that's been about only me since my toddler's school shut down and my job ended with in March. Like this is the thing that is Kate, this is the only thing that's been only me. Kate, you sound like my wife. Hold on, I'm gonna go get her. No, don't I go get her. I love your wife. Why I are you getting her? Oh Jesus. What is oh, because she, I know why. Because she's fixing to rant about Donald not helping enough. And I'll bet he thinks this is going to be some couples counseling if he lets her rant on the show. <laughs> These people didn't tune in for fucking Donald's couples counseling. They tuned in for a Scrubs podcast. Um, Kate, where do you uh, live? I live in Richmond, Virginia. Okay. Um, but I'm currently, the reason I have like this time to do it, we're currently visiting um, my parents at their... Um, lake house in north carolina so i'm in oh, north that's got to be beautiful a lake house it's wonderful it's an insane beautiful welcoming house on a beautiful lake it's so nice to get away so kate we're gonna jump ahead to fix your life real quick here's Why? my wife okay. <laughs> uh uh this is case this is casey cobb this hi. is kate Zelensky. hi casey hey, kate hi kate, guys casey your hair looks beautiful today Thanks, I got it colored. Yeah, very nice. Uh, Kate, uh, Kate was just sharing how hard it is to be a mom and to have every single one of your minutes of your day go to taking care of your children and your family. And Donald said, let me go get my wife. <laughs> so maybe you can speak to, to, to how you're coping and, and how, you're, how you're making that work. Because I, I know for a fact Donald isn't necessarily pulling his weight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> well, I have to be honest, Kate, today I left and I went and got my hair done. Good for you. Because Good for you. You know what? I had grays all the way down to my ears. And you know what? I knew that this was the only thing I could do for myself. Granted, I came home and there was shit everywhere. <laughs> and the kids ate donuts on their lunch break. <laughs> and, you know, complete shit show, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. But... Look but, at my, you know, my my husband told me yesterday I have white trash roots because my hair hasn't been colored since February. White trash oh roots. And I said, honey, God. that's so yeah. lovely of you to tell your nursing wife, mother of two, full-time everything. Oh my I, God. I, 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 and I'm, you're nursing? Said, oh, oh my God. Casey, you told me once that you were like, because Kate just told a story about how sometimes she uh, listens to the podcast and stays extra long in the supermarket parking lot. And you told me a story once where you were like, I, I, ch I wanted to go to Chick-fil-A, but I chose a Chick-fil-A like 45 minutes away because I needed to break yeah. everybody. <laughs> no, it was, it, it was literally the day that they announced that schools were closing and we, or not that schools were closing. They closed, you know, in the spring of last year, but then when we weren't going back in the fall and they, they told us, and I literally just said, I'm going to go pick up Chick-fil-A for everyone. I got in the car and I drove 45 minutes to a Chick-fil-A and cried my eyes out the entire way there. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It's so hard because you know what? And I'm sure your husband thinks he's helping, but he's not. No. <laughs> How about the breastfeeding story? We, we all know he's not. I mean, no. in fact, in fact, we are going on our first date um, since October 31st, 2019 tonight. Um, oh. I, we're at my parents' lake house. Oh. They're going to watch the kids and we're celebrating our anniversary, which was a, last week. Oh. It's our first date out. So I put on makeup for the first time in yeah. God knows how long. And my husband looked at me and he was like, are you in a play tonight? And oh I was like, no, God. you just, yeah. you just, you just it's, haven't seen me in makeup in a million years. I don't like this years. husband so no, far. No, Zach, you have to like this husband <laughs> because my husband is an ER physician who actually okay, has well, a. Now I like him, but I yeah. wish he wasn't A, making fun of your makeup and B, making fun of your roots. Those two things I don't like. Yeah. And, C, and C, I bet he still made you have sex when you came home. Wow. Well, Kate might not want to reveal that, uh, Casey. Okay, this is a guest in our, in our contest. I apologize, Kate. I'm sorry. Um, sometimes it's literally just let me have three hours on the couch after the kids go to bed to not talk to me, not do anything. Just let me watch my crappy TV and you load mm. the dishwasher and, mm. and don't even talk to me till t- the next morning. I'm dreaming and that's sexual. And then Casey and I text about the true crime shows we're watching. Yeah. Donald, Donald doesn't watch them. So Casey and I are like the t- two women and like drinking our white wine being like, did you see this one? Uh, <laughs> it's hard. I mean, it is. It's true. It's so hard. And I don't, I wish I knew how to fix it, but. No, you, you can't imagine how happy my husband is for me in this moment. He like, he has my daughter fishing on the dock. My mom has my 10 week old son. Like he oh. was like, get your shower, like get your ready. Like he, you know, like he, he had me go <laughs> shopping for a dress for our date tonight. He like sent me to an oh. outdoor mall with my oh. mask. Like he is actually Zach. like, he is the most supportive, okay. incredible I'm like, guy. I'm liking him a little more. You had me at ER doc. Okay. <laughs> he is an ER doctor with a second specialty in hospice and palliative care. Oh. And that takes oh, a now, really, now really special person. I know. I, I've been through it. I know. I've been through it with my, my dad and my sister. So I know yeah. who they are. And I, uh, and actually, yeah. So yeah. Okay. I like him but again. You, just tell him not to make fun of your fucking roots or I'll punch you. No, you know what? It's just kind of like, Casey, you understand, like Donald yeah. says all the time, like, you know, it's kind of fun to shit talk your husband. You love him more than life itself, but it's just so fun to every once in a while be like, I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do it more than I probably should, but <laughs> tell, tell, tell him about the time oh, you were stop. thirsty and okay. I will. But hold, let me tell you one thing though. A lot of the times, even though we blame the husbands, a lot of it is the kids because you know what? We do everything without even thinking that there have been times that Donald is standing right next to me and they're like, mom, I need this. And the other kid is mom, but you didn't do this. And Donald's just sitting there zoned out watching TV. And it's, and I had, I just recently asked Donald, I just recently started saying, guys, you have another parent right yeah. here. Yeah. You, know, you have to redirect because you end up doing it all yourself because you do oh, it yeah. faster, better, and it gets done. You know, my daughter at like nine in the morning, because she knows how to play me now during COVID, will come into my bathroom and open the shower curtain for like my once a week shower I get and be like, can I have chocolate milk? And I'm like, what's your dad doing? And she's like, watching the news. Exactly. Exactly. And I'm like, it's 9 a.m. No, you can't. She's like, why? And I was like, fine. Yes. And it's just like, fine. Yeah. I don't care. I give up. I bet, I bet during COVID, a lot of you moms are, are, are probably have to. And Shay, I know you feel free to weigh in. Shay's got kids. I know a lot of you parents must be like a lot. Do you go quicker to... Fuck it. Yes. Have chocolate milk at nine. 100%. That's yeah. why they had donuts for lunch today, yeah. dude. That's why they had donuts. <laughs> I, feel, I feel no shame about it. Zizi, my daughter Zizi, usually after her nap, watches one 22-minute like, Winnie the Pooh episode. 
And every day she's like, can I have two? And I'm like, you know what? Like, you've already watched your show. She's like, why? And I'm like, fine. <laughs> fine. Have three. Have yeah. three. Have, have four. Your dad's in the ER till midnight tonight. Have four. <laughs> I'm nursing. It, it's true. You have, you have to find something that you like to do or something for you that nobody else likes to do. And then you get to do it alone and you're on your own. Right. So now here's the problem now. Here's the problem now. I've right. been saying that forever babe you just got to find a hobby you got to find something that you like to do by yourself you got to do you got to find what it is that you want to do when i say that shit i'm an asshole and i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about but now she just spit that game to all her hobby what if her hobby is you fucking do the shit for a fucking couple hours while i go upstairs and watch fucking true crime that that's my hobby (laughs) i'm too tired to do anything else I don't, I don't, I, I regret bringing my wife up to this conversation now. I it's your fault, Azul. You're the one who ran and got her. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grays Ever, now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday. Let me tell you guys, my family loves our Helix Sleep Mattress. Ever since we've got it, we've had some of our best sleep yet. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10 to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from. Each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Not only is the mattress the best I've slept on, but the setup was fast and easy. Helix mattresses are delivered in a box straight to your door for free. Helix is offering 20% off of all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, and then I go crush a workout in the Body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. Daylight savings time is starting up again for most states. The goal? To give everyone more daylight from March through November. 
By setting clocks forward, it may feel like there are more hours in the day. But if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates for your roles any sooner. There's only one way to do that, ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash realfriends. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash realfriends. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash realfriends. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. My Amazing. hobby happens to be kind of beneficial to the whole family. I love to cook. I oh. love to cook. Everything's about cooking. In fact, when I am nursing Zach, because I can't listen to this podcast because while I'm nursing, because Donald's so loud, I watch. Um, <laughs> I say that too. I tell him. <laughs> <laughs> I watch um, episodes of the Barefoot Contessa because she's yes! so soothing. Joelle, do you love her? I, I love, love her. her. Goals, oh goals, 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 goals. I don't watch her. Goals. But uh, have you guys uh, seen? Sorry, this is a total non sequitur. But have you guys seen? My octopus teacher? No. Uh, no, I've never even Oh my god. That. You guys? Shay? <laughs> I know you love good fucking shit. Write this down. Good. My octopus shit. teacher. It's on Netflix. That. Okay, I'll watch that. If you're listening to this, don't turn off the podcast, but jot down in your brain, My Octopus Teacher. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Everybody has Netflix and it is an amazing documentary about a a, a man who befriends an octopus. Zach, I love your I love your constant fear that when you recommend something, people are going to be like, "Fuck yeah!" and like turn off the podcast and immediately watch it. Well, because I think I'm a really good. I think I'm. I think I'm very good. I think I'm very good at rolling people and rolling people. I can be like, "Listen, I can convince you. You have to watch this show. It's so amazing." I think I'm pretty decent at getting people riled up to try something, but I don't want to rile them too far. But they're like, "Fuck this podcast! I'm going to watch the Octopus Teacher now." <laughs> All right, we got to move on. Casey, okay, we love bye, you. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Casey. Thank you for the Casey, advice. And your hair looks lovely. Good oh, for you. Thank you. Good, Good colorist. Good bye. colorist. Oh, my gosh. She's so pretty. Yeah, she's very pretty. Donald doesn't know how good he has it. <laughs> no. Yeah, I do. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, well, that was kind of fix your life. It. So, Dan, let's do it. Let's do a, a, a posthumous. Posthumous? How do you say that word? Sure, posthumous, yeah. Sure. yeah. A posthumous uh, playing of the Fix Your Life music right here. Kate, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome, Kate. <laughs> uh, do you have a question um, for, for any of us? Uh, I know you have to go because you have date night, but do you have a no, question? No, but actually our, our, our the other couple that's driving 45 minutes from Asheville just told me they're running late. So that gives me oh, a little bit more time. Oh, shucks. All right, so I won't ahead. take up your time, but you can take up mine now. Go ahead, Kate. Um, What's your question? Yes, I'm actually really glad that Shay's here because um, my we first question is about cast and crew. Zach, it's, it's for uh, you mainly. I've always wondered how when an actor is a star of a piece, kind of like Kevin Costner does all the time, mm -hmm. and they also direct. Yes. So you've directed episodes of Scrubs and you know uh, other projects that you've been the star of. Who directs you when you're in the scene? And I don't mean like, here's your mark, here's your sight line. I mean, like right. you finish a take with Donald and, and you know, I'm sure you're not like, uh, Donald, you know, a little bit less and uh, 
you know, Judy, uh, uh, you know, that was seemed a little whiny and mean. No, no, son, perfect. You know, like, so who's behind it's camera? A very good, it's a very good question. And- it's a very yeah. good question. Um, so um, I'll just use the Scrubs example. There'd be uh, the writer of the episode. In this case, it's Mike Schwartz. Um, and he would be sitting behind the monitor. Bill, of course, would come to the very first rehearsal of every scene. And he would watch it. He'd watch my blocking. He'd, he didn't care too much about where the, where the camera was for the specific director, and uh, especially when he trusted them. But he, but he was basically blocking them. And most importantly, as the showrunner writer, are the jokes playing? And when the jokes weren't playing, he'd tweak them or rewrite them. And so he would see and he'd go, oh, so he could give me a note and he'd right. be like, you know, when you do that line with Donald, I, you got to have more energy because of X, Y, and C. And I go, got it, got it. And then he'd go off to go write with the writers. The writer of that particular episode would stay on set at the monitors. So very often I would, when the camera's on me and I'm directing, I would then, obviously you can tell if the crew's laughing, if I'm, a, if I'm in a scene with Donald and I'm making him laugh, I'm feeling good about it. On my weeks, we would have playback. We, we, we wouldn't always have playback because it's a time suck. But on when I'm directing, I would have a, the ability to go back and play back the take and go, okay, that was good. Let's move on. So I do need to be able to play back the video. And then I would just check in with, with the, whatever writer it was. But, you know, one thing I got good at was, was kind of sensing when I did Garden, when I had Garden State, which I was here, being on camera and directing myself, you kind of just start to get a sense of like, I, I, I know when I'm good. I know when I suck. I know when I, that felt right. weird. I didn't, I didn't I mean, like do you it. just get to the point where you can be really honest with yourself and know when you're not in your rhythm, but you yeah. maybe need that writer or that AD or someone to be for you to be like, was that yes. too big? And for them to be like, yeah, that was too big. You definitely need a producer type who you trust, who's fun, who's a good writer, I think, uh, and or a first AD assistant director, or sometimes a cinematographer I've had a great relationship with who's He'll whisper in your ear something that really that really helps because I've had times where I went where I did like on Alex Inc. I remember doing like a really funny take and I'm directing and I think it's good but I'm a little insecure about it and I go to the I, I'm excited like sort of like walking back to the monitors and no one's there and I'm like this I don't like this feels like tightrope walking without without a net because right. I, I I don't know I need fucking help you know what I mean yeah so I think that that um I, I much prefer it um, when I have people I trust that I can, like, do you think that's good? Yeah. The great thing about, I, my favorite thing about acting directing is that I can steer the scene from within. So if I, if in my opinion, I want Donald to be ang- Turk, Donald to be angrier in this moment, I'm going to fucking come at him harder. I'm going to be more aggressive with my lines because I'm trying to steer him from within the scene to get more riled up. Um, just as or, an or, or, or like when you want funnier lines or something like that. The great thing about, you know, you would do it as an actor too, but Bill would have a certain set of jokes and then you would have like five more and you'd be like, just run them off. And it would be great because you would get performances out of us where it was like, we were give, we trusted you enough because we thought you were funny enough. Also, your scope and your visual was, what we trusted that enough also that we were like, yeah, man, whatever you want us to say, we're going to say that shit. So we'd get to the end of scenes or we'd get to punchlines and stuff like that, that and Zach would throw new punchlines in and you trust it and go with it because of the fact, you know, that you, you, you've seen what he's done. And also he was just so confident in doing it. So Kate, when you say, you know, he's like, he's like, uh, this is a note for you. This is the note for you. And none for me, even if a director does, even if the director is acting and he does do that, the confidence that he's showing in the situation makes you tr- more trustworthy. Now, it's not my place because I'm not directing to say this to the director, 
or to another actor, I think you should do it this way. I think you're doing it wrong. But because he directed so many episodes, we got used to it, man. I think the first episode, it felt a little weird. But then after that, it was like, dude, whatever you want, Zach. So I think that's kind of an a testament, if I may, like to compliment like the kind of examples that you have been for positive male relationships and mature, you know, open men together. But also like there's a lot of egos. I I, I don't imagine that that's always the case when suddenly your co-star and in your real life best friend are coming out and they're suddenly kind of in this status change, you know, and the, for you to just like take a note and not just swallow it, but like appreciate it and trust with, well, that's like a also, very mature and also, Well, and also thing. I would say that he was rooting for me. I mean, he's my best right. friend and he right. was stoked for me. He was the opposite of an ego uh, because he was like, this is so cool. You're directing, you know, that was the vibe. And Johnny C Amazing. too, I should say. I mean, the whole cast. The whole cast. I never, I, everyone, I've been asked this before and I, I think I've answered it, but I'll say again. When I started directing the show, there wasn't a single bit. They were all rooting for me. They were all excited for me. Bill, of course, was a competitive motherfucker, but um, the rap, because he was a little like, okay, here's the hardest episode we've ever made, but which I won't fucking mention the zipline episode you did. You already did. You already did. No, I didn't mention it. I didn't mention it. Now on my fucking Twitter feed, no matter what I write, people are like, oh, is this the episode about the zipline? All right, fuck you guys. Um, But no, I, everyone was rooting for me and everyone was supportive and uh, I loved it. I loved it so much because. Um, you know, Donald and I can make each other laugh so, so quickly and easily. So when he's doing his, when he, if he's got a big joke and I'm cracking up and then we're in the zone together and I go, Ooh, ooh do another take and, tr- and say this. And then he's willing to try it. You know, it's, it's, it's so much fun. It's, it was amazing. That's great. It also, it also feels like, uh, Scorsese and De Niro or Scorsese and Pacino. You know what I mean? It's like, not that we're on that level or we are Donald. Like that. Shay will tell us, that, <laughs> t- tell us yeah, that we are. I agree. I agree. Shay endorses you know, but, that we are. But, but it's like, you know, Scorsese puts his friends in the movie. He's not putting them in the movie to make them fall flat on their face. You know what I mean? And so when Zach is giving you direction and everything when we're shooting, he's not doing it because he wants to get through the day. He wants you to shine just like everyone else. He wants everything to be perfect. You know yeah. what I mean? And so yeah. where there are people that come into a situation like this and they're just like, let's just get the lines right and everybody and we can move on. I just want to tell my story and that's it. Whereas Zach is wants to tell his story, but he's also open to you expressing yourself in the piece. Yeah. Great question, Kate. Do you have another one since we like you so much? Oh, you're so, you're so nice. Actually, I would like to tell you just why I actually reached out to Joelle if I could, because I just think it's crazy. Um, Because I don't believe out in signs unless they work out for me. But um, (laughs) I, I know, right. Um, But there's not enough time in the day. I was doing one of my hiding from my family errands, listening to the latest episode. And the errand I happened to be doing was I was returning some scrubs to a store that my husband had ordered online that were comically large on him. (laughs) Um, Because, you know, we're all trying to order online and it sucks. We have no idea. Like, you know. And so I was listening to your podcast, returning scrubs. And when I walked into the Uniform City store that sells the scrubs, the song Everywhere by Michelle Branch. Oh, <laughs> our anthem. Yeah, your anthem. And it no, was like your right anthem, at the... not my anthem. <laughs> Listen, we were going like, to, I thought I had her on the hook. Uh, we were we were Twitter DMing. I said, would you come on the show? She goes, sure. And I go, would you play Everywhere live on acoustic? And she's like, 
the dots came up and then they went away. And I was like, oh, shit. It's like when you go out fishing and the she fish gets off the hook. Read. She left you on read, dog. And I, I, I haven't cast again. I feel like she I can throw out my- She left you on read, yo. Is it she left you on read or read. left you on red? Isn't it left you on red? Same shit. Red, right. read, spelled the same way, dog. It's spelled right. the same yeah. way. Well, at least I can at least I can brag that Michelle Branch left me on red. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Not a lot of people have that. And it was like right, like Zach, it was right at the like, because you're- you know, the key change, like the yeah. huge key change. And I was like, oh God, this is a sign. So I like asked Joelle if it was a sign. And then it is a sign. she got back to me. I was like, I guess so. Because I sign. never do things like this. I'm like, Elliot, I never win a raffle. I never win in anything. No one picks me. Like, and I was like, I can't believe I'm actually here. You're going to win. You're gonna, Joelle, can we give her some free shit? No, Joe, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't need any. Why, Don? No. I mean, I mean, no. Wait, do you? No. Why are you so anti giving no. her free shit? <laughs> no, because she blamed me for the unlatching of her kid oh. in the beginning of the episode. <laughs> I didn't. I purposely never I let heard, you. I heard you say that shit. You said, and I don't. Breastfeed while listening. Ariola's too motherfucking loud. Those were your, you even said because Donald's too motherfucking loud. I heard listen. you. You said it to my wife. You That's even true, said though. it to my wife. You listen. even said it to my wife. Can I use you my said, golden producer? You got please? bold and you said it to my wife. You ain't getting <laughs> shit, gonna. Zelensky. That's Zelensky, nice. you get Sna- jack shit. You're getting too loud now already. I said Sna- good day. <laughs> You're getting too loud now. Areolas all over Sna- the world are, are puckering Sna- up. my mug on the floor. You're actually making me like, you're making my milklet. I'm going to start like squirt. Oh my God. Because I'm so sweaty and upset now. Oh my, oh my God. God. She said she's going to squirt. I don't know if we are allowed to say that, uh, Kate's Hold on. Wow. Speaking of areolas. the track, right? You guys told people to wipe their balloon knots with your faces. <laughs> yes, yes. Preferably <laughs> Donald's, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> By the I way. can say whatever I want about my own breast milk. Well, yeah, thank you, can. Kate. You thank can, you. Kate. Thank you, Thank you, Daniel. Good thank for you. you. Thank you. Kate's a good <laughs> guest. Kate's hey, a good did, guest. Kate, did you see, can we did give you her see Cardi B's? Did yes. you see Cardi B's nipples? What? You mean in the video? No, Cardi B just had a nipple slip. Did you guys see this? On Instagram. No. I no, heard about don't. it, but I did not view it. I did appreciate in the WAP video, the the fountains with the spraying. Yeah, right? mm. And in fact, <laughs> in our house, a big thing that we sing to our 10-month-old, or 10-week-old, 10, 10 excuse me. Is the is WAP like, song. It, no, it, honestly, Zach, I feel like a horrible human being, but instead of the hook, the way it is in the song, we sing, there's some babies in this house. There's some babies in this house. <laughs> and now my daughter has started, she'll be like doing Play-Doh and she'll be like, there's some mamas in this house. There's some in this house. And I'm like, oh my God. Is this okay? That's amazing. Hey, do you, do you partake of GT's kombucha? Do you yeah, like would you like some GT's kombucha? I do. I love kombucha. Okay, let's actually. send her some GT's kombucha. I, I love it. And I love the, I love the, like, the, the plainest, most like, you know, like the the ginger that you know. I love mm. GT. I love. So I've been drinking this um this one right here. Peach the aqua pineapple kefir. aqua kefir. Do you got this one, Donald? I. Oh I, yeah, that's my jam. Yeah, so we'll per- send you- I, I finished my martini. Okay, oh, congrats. <laughs> Listen, we will send you some GT's kombucha, and we will send you some GT's aqua kefir. Yes, uh, for being such a wonderful uh, guest. We got to go though. Yes. I think right. No, you should we, go. Yeah. We got to go because we have Shay Serrano who's not getting nearly enough attention on this fucking episode. Oh, no, this is great for me. I got Shay's in. Been, I got my Shay's, stuff off. I Shay's sit in the been, background. Shay has been replaced by Areola Talk, and I don't oh, like boy. it. Oh boy. Uh, you've been a great guest, Kate. We're going to send you a whole bunch of GT's kombucha and um, and 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 have a good date night. For God's sakes, yeah. have a good date night. 
Thank you. We'll, Thank you we'll guys sing so you much. Out. There's some babies in this house. There's some babies <laughs> in this house. There's some babies in this house. Give it up for Kate Zielinski. There's Thunderous some babies applause, in this Dan. house. There's, There's some, some babies, babies in this in house. house. There's some babies in this house. Kate Zielinski. Okay, bye, Kate Zielinski. Here's a great guest. Great guest. I liked her a lot. She was Same. very articulate and smart and quick-witted. I liked her. Mm. Well, Wait, guys, let's talk more about the show Scrubs. That's why we have a fancy Shea Serrano guest here. Donald. I'm so sorry. I said, can you go to, sorry, go to break first and then come back. Joelle, I don't like to go to breaks. I'm okay. so sorry. Sorry, audience <laughs> members. We're going long today. So we'll be taking a break and we'll be right back. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grace Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday. Let me tell you guys, my family loves our Helix Sleep Mattress. Ever since we've got it, we've had some of our best sleep yet. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Not only is the mattress the best I've slept on, but the setup was fast and easy. Helix mattresses are delivered in a box straight to your door for free. Helix is offering 20% off of all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash realfriends and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Can I give you a real incentive to lean into your decision to start working out and eating better? I'm Carl, co-founder of Body. That's B-O-D-I. And right now, if you sign up for a one-year subscription to Body, I want to make you an offer you can't refuse. I'll give you 65% off. Look, I know it's not easy to get fit and lose weight, especially if you're trying to figure it out by yourself. But we make it simple. Just follow a program for 20 to 30 minutes day by day and lose 5 to 10 pounds a month. We have over 120 programs that have been tested and proven to work, and almost 300,000 five-star reviews in the App Store to prove it. Body also has complete eating plans and thousands of healthy, delicious recipes. So stop guessing and start seeing results with Body, and I'll give you 65% off your annual membership right now so you save big on the app that CNN underscored named Best Fitness App. So don't wait. Sign up for a year of Body and save 65%. Just go to Body.com. That's Body with an I dot com. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower 
power further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Dorians love them a fart joke, man. I say this every time one of the Dorian family members is on the show, but your dad. A lot of fart jokes, yeah. I don't. I only like good fart jokes. I don't like these fart jokes. I didn't think these were impressive fart jokes in the show. They were trying to harmonize their farts. What's not funny about that? <laughs> What's not funny about that, dude? They took the show on the road. They cut to the audience, and all the audience have their T-shirts up above their noses. It's so embarrassing. Um, Scott Rabadou, who was my stand-in, and, and Katia uh, Ortiz. And Katya Ortiz, who uh, was Judy's stand-in, both have a line, finally, in this episode. If Around 5.38, when Kelso comes in to tell everyone not to moonlight, uh, they're the two, they're the nurse and the doctor, I believe, who, who uh, have a line saying what they do to moonlight um, at the hospital. So there you go. Uh, and- how funny was Sam Lloyd trying on the wig? Yeah, you didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> Now, let's talk about my black by popular demand shirt uh, loaned by Turk. I'm also in a yeah. do-rag. I don't know thank if I'd do that you, in 2020. Thank I, you I, for I, letting I, me wear this, man. The sisters are loving it. There's some, what did you say? Charmaine even called me a cracker. <laughs> yeah. No, I said it innocently. Like uh, Charmaine even called me a cracker. No, you said it with some <laughs> attitude. You said it the whole thing with some attitude. It's like, thanks for letting me borrow this. I'm a, this, this is how I heard you say it. Thanks for letting me borrow the shirt, player. The sisters is loving it. Charmaine even called me a cracker. No, I definitely didn't do that for the record. (laughs) I would also like to say that I would not wear a do-rag and a black by popular demand t-shirt now. (laughs) But for the story point, for those of you, it was Turk's shirt on loan to me. I wish you still had that shirt, Donald. You would rock that. I would wear that shirt right now uh, without hesitation. Um, and then you go, you end the scene by saying, now check the ball, cracker. Now check the ball, cracker. Yeah. That was the first monologue I ever had uh, on the show like that. And I remember, I think her name was Sharon Liggins. Is it Sharon Liggins? Uh, she was our NBC PR, rep. Yeah, PR NBC person, maybe? Yeah. And she was on the set that day. And she was like, you know... She gave me a little pep talk before it, like, you know, we, I, you know, I, I want to see you shine on this show. So, you know, I did. We could cut this out because I don't know. No, if, I don't want to cut it out. I like where it's going. Go. She was she said she said something to the network like we need to give Donald more stuff to say as an African-American. And uh, she was an African-American woman. And she was uh, an African-American no. woman. And uh and she was like, and this is why you have this monologue. And I was like, holy shit. And I've never asked around or asked. And you're like, I had to go memorize this shit. <laughs> Dude, I, and I, you're absolutely right. I did say that shit. I, in my head, I was like, oh shit, I better memorize this shit. And I remember when we were doing it, I remember feeling like, oh, I didn't nail it. I didn't quite nail it. 
But then when I watched it back today, it's, you know, I, I'm not saying that I'm great in it, but I, I definitely, you definitely understand what the fuck I'm talking about. You know what I mean? You're good. You're and really that's, good and that's a, that's a big deal for me. Like sometimes I watch my stuff. It's rare that I watch myself, but when I do, the one problem I have is, am I delivering the lines in a way that people can understand where I'm coming from and what I'm saying? And this was one of those moments where it, I, I felt like I was, and it just so happened to be one of those moments where an African-American woman in the NBC arena yeah. stepped up for me and was yeah. said, you know, I think Donald needs more monologues on this show. That's and cool. Shout out to Sharon. She's yeah. at uh, Ava DuVernay's studio at Ray now, which is okay. Oh, really? Dope. Oh, yeah. nice. Sharon Liggins, shout out. Shout yeah, <laughs> Sharon Liggins. I mean, making a difference. You can see behind the scenes making a difference, and uh, and that's a great story. I never knew Donald. You just taught me a, a Donald Faison Scrubs anecdote. Even I didn't know. Well, this, those are one of those things that you you don't really talk. You don't brag about you know stuff like that. You mm. you, you, you just do it. And she. But did it's that, a great you know story I mean? about it's a great story about her and and her and yeah. her and her character and what she was trying to do at the network. Well, she's fiery, man. She's like she's she was always she always looked out from the gate. Um, now the dog that's Ken's dog was Ken's real dog, Australian shepherd. Uh, its name was pal. His yes. name was pal. And, um, and it was the smartest dog. I mean, Ken had this dog so well-trained Australian shepherds are known for being super intelligent, but this was like the best trained dog. I mean, Ken could be like, pal, go get the blue toy in the other room. And the dog would go and like choose from 10 toys, the blue toy. I mean, <laughs> it was amazing. Not only um, that, he's calling the dog Baxter, and the dog is responding to Baxter. So, yeah. well, he probably he probably the night before was like, "Hey, man, tomorrow I'm going to call you Baxter." But I need to reply, <laughs> respond, and the dog's like, "Oh, oh, right. but this whole okay, scene, okay. this whole scene, it made me sad because uh, made me miss Sam Lloyd. But this whole scene where Sam, the lawyer, is competing with. The dog, the dog Baxter is so funny. It's really yeah. funny. That's the yeah. funniest part of this episode. Yes, I agree. I agree. Um, Baxter won't. So 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 he goes. Uh, so um, he someone says to him, uh, Ted, you don't have to do this competition with the dog. And he's like, Shut, Shut up! up I, I can win this. I can win this. <laughs> uh, and then and then later he comes running in. He goes, Baxter won't get out of my chair. <laughs> Who knew uh, Elliot was scared of domesticated animals, dude? Cats. Just no, cats. no, just any domestic animal. She walks in and there's a pig and she's like, Ew. By the way, that's some bullshit. I don't think any doctors are moonlighting as vets. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same. It's not the same thing. I don't think it's a the same thing. A heart is a heart. I don't think it's the same thing. <laughs> I don't think it's the same thing. How about how the janitor doesn't know where the emergency room is? Yeah, that, that's, that jumps out. They really, didn't, they really didn't give Neil a lot to do in this episode. He has, he has one moment. Where where Tom Cavanaugh hurts him, and then he asks where the emergency room is. <laughs> um, how about Kelso revealing he's got a side hustle, side? Piece. He got a little side piece. He's got a little side. I, I have a real question here because, and and I'm sorry if it's gone over my head, and we've and we've talked about it over and over again. And I get that Dan's a screw up and everything, but why is JD so hard on Dan? Like. He's so hard on this. Guy. Dan's been horrible to JD. Dan, Dan has stolen girlfriends from him. I mean, doesn't he's got to go on to steal? Doesn't he date Elliot? Mm -hmm. That happened I mean, already. That no, it that, didn't. It didn't happen yet. No. Okay. Dan's a horrible brother. I mean, he's done some really horrible shit. I think JD's embarrassed because Dan's a 
doesn't do anything. He lives at home and complains about his mom. And I mean, Shay, you might you might have more to say on this. I think he's I think he's embarrassed, and his brother is constantly screwing him over. Yeah, that all that all feels exactly right. That's the same read I got on it. He was just when you I think when you're the younger sibling, if you feel like you have leapfrogged over the older one, part of you is excited about that, and also part of you is like kind of mad about it. Why why do I have to be the one who's doing all of this? Why can't you? You do some shit too. Why does it always have to be me? And then you know he hints at that the thing um, about him being mad from their childhood when Dan wasn't there for him. Like that's just all sort of coming out all at once in this episode. It feels like right. But then it makes it makes a it makes your point even better at the end. Was Dan really there for him this whole time, yeah. but only in behind the scenes? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, I, that's a great point. I like that you said that, Shay. And the in the spirit of Kate Zelinsky's question about when I'm um, how I judge my own acting, I'm going to say that I think that the actor Zach was good in that uh, scene where I confronted Dan. I was I would have said, "Good job." I think that was good. Oh, right on. I, I'll agree with that. I'll, no, I I'll, think it was a good scene between the I'll two. Tur- of us. I don't know. I'll I don't always think kid. that. Watching it 20 years later, sometimes I go, ah, what the fuck are you doing? And well, then, it's, it's, so there's some moments where I go, that was a good scene between us. I liked it. Well, it's a great scene because when he does what he, it makes what he does for you so much more powerful. So absolutely. That message has to be there. You said something earlier uh, that I thought was really amazing and that, you know, Bill would, when Kate was on, that Bill would come up and he would tell you why you have to have more energy on jokes and everything like that. And it's something that we talk about always, how, you know, these storyline, how storylines connect through the shows and everything. It's really, you know, Bill is really good at setting up moments like that. Moments like Dan and Cox at the end. Everything, every, this whole show is built for that one moment at the end. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um, that's, that's something to be, that that's something to be said. Cause that means that this was, this, this wasn't written. And then he was like, and then at the end, it, it feels just me personally, and I could be wrong about this. And maybe this is an ass bill situation, but it feels like this episode was originally, this is the episode where we learn Dan is a whole lot more than what we think he is. Now let's write that story. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it feels like. Cause that moment at the end of this show is so important for everything that happens well, after yeah. this. You know that's kind of I mean? like what Shay was saying. Like it yeah. makes, it makes us question for the first time, how much, how much Dan is doing some, uh, you know, Oz behind the curtain work that could have gotten JD exactly where he is. Yeah. Yeah. I like the, the thing that happens where every so often they will like poke a hole in Dr. Cox, because this episode starts with them, with, with JD doing the pickles thing, messing with the, the patient, patient. Mr. Yeah. Mr. Bober. Mm-hmm. And then Dr. Cox, scares him oh did i catch you mocking this patient and jd's scared and he's like oh i you know i've never been more proud of you and they they kind of share a moment there and then by the end of the show we realize like okay dr cox has misread this situation here because dr cox is a is a prick for a lot of the time with a lot of the patients but he's always doing it in a way that lets you know he he cares a great great deal mm-hmm. and jd still is his, his third year um, or the third season, anyway, he's not quite ready to operate at that level yet. He can't right, do that. Right. He can't do those two things at the same time. He can't walk that line. Right. He's Dr. trying it on a he's little bit. He's trying it, and Dr. Cox is like, oh, cool, you can do it. And Dan is like, he's not ready yet. 
Right. And that's like yeah, a, and also you know, like you thing. can be a cynical bastard, but this 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 is a kid still relatively, and he's wide eyed, and he's mm-hmm. you know don't make him you. Don't you rush him to a, it. If he becomes you in in twenty years, then so be it. But don't rush him to that. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a similar thing, like a a, a bigger stakes thing than like I have a we have three three sons. The youngest one is seven, and every once in a while he'll say like a cuss word, and I think it's the funniest thing in the world. And Laramie is like. He can cuss when he's older. I get that you think it's funny, but it's like, don't rush him into that. He'll get there when he needs to get there. And then I always feel like a jerk afterward. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You you're, exa- you're exactly speech, right. You should oh hear Donald's speech. I can't Dude. believe it. Dude, I think it's the funniest shit ever. <laughs> yes, my wife is- can, you tell him what, can you tell him what your daughter said? We can cut it out if you don't want to use it. Yeah, no, we can use it. So when my, so because she said it to hurt, Florence, I think. No, she gets, when she gets hurt or if something, Hurts no, her dude, I'm talking about when she came over my house and Florence said, how was the car ride or something? And do you remember this story? No. What did she say? I don't know. She said oh, she's like, just saying he's driving like a stupid ass motherfucker. Yeah. That's hardcore. That's hardcore. And Florence was like, oh, my God. She's like, yeah. how was the car ride over? My dad was doing driving crazy. Oh, well, but did you tell him you were upset? Yeah, I said he was a stupid-ass motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She used it the right way. She used it the right way. (laughs) She nailed it. She nailed it. Yo, here's here's one that's really funny. So I have an 18-year-old, 19-year-old son, right? And so he said he's really into the office right now and stuff. So he says dumb shit around a boy who's seven, like that's what she said. Yeah. And so my son doesn't know necessarily how that's what she said works. <laughs> we just said it all the time. So Casey was like, dang, man, somebody needs to wash these dishes. And Rocco will be like, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> He's just trying it out. Who right? Whose water is this? That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. You little dumb, to... stupid ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we're um, we're almost done. Uh, I think, right, guys? I wanted to uh, I wanted to play you one video real quick that's on the internet, and it's a it's a very funny woman who's inspiring you all to vote and to make sure you stay in line. Did you see this on my uh, my stories, Donald? The the woman. I, I did not. I did with the one that's sitting down in the chair and how she's yeah, getting yeah. ready I'm a, for it. Yeah, I'm going to play it for you. It's yeah, a woman. Yeah. It's a very funny uh, woman, and she's uh, getting ready to get in line to vote. And she's encouraging no, people she's, not she's, to No, she's been online. She's been waiting. Uh, I don't know what her situation is, but uh, halfway through the video, she she when she starts cutting to it, she cuts to her chair and her cooler. And I just want to play you this woman because I think she's an inspiration, and uh, you should listen to what she says. All right? Okay. Hold on. Here she is. Hold on. Okay, guys, I'm going over here and get my judgment. I got my grown folks hair on. I got my uh, savage clothes on. I'm ready for this damn heat. And I'm ready for these people. Because I'm going to vote. And ain't shit going to stop me. Not this song. Not this heat. And y'all need to go on on and get y'all judged and get y'all vote on. Because let me show you. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm going to get my damn judged. They could stand out there for 15 hours. I got my hair. They could stand out there for 24 hours. I got my snacks. I ain't going to play with these hoes. I'm going to vote. And I said, you go vote too. 
<laughs> so there you go. I don't, yeah. know what, I don't know what judge means, but uh, it means fucking go vote, probably. No matter what you got to do. Right, guys? Yes. Right. Yeah, man. Support. Um, I wanted to, Shay, uh, everyone, if you've been listening to Shay and you still haven't uh, got his book, uh, check it out. Shay, remind everybody how they get your self-published essays mm. and uh, on Scrubs that are amazing. And Shay, you do a, you do a podcast too, don't We're you? We're going to plug that too, Donald. Okay. Yeah, yeah. First the book, Shay. The, the website is halfwaybooks.com. Halfwaybooks.com. Yeah, yo, man, I'm going to keep it honest with you, Zach. I don't like how you be getting all puffy chest with me. You be getting all loud <laughs> and shit. Like, like you want to do something. Do you want to wrestle? Do you want to come over and wrestle? <laughs> I would. Are you saying what I think you're saying? All I'm telling you is <laughs> if I if I get movement, it doesn't count. Will you, you also have will a you podcast? Smoke, will you smoke weed and wrestle with me? No, that feels like really weird. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of people listening that would love to take you up on that. Yes, yes. According to Shay, there's many Mexicans who would love that offer. Yeah. If you want to smoke weed and wrestle with me, at me, Donald underscore Azon on Instagram. All right, uh, Shay, and tell us about your podcast that you have going, how people find that. Um, It's called The Connect, and it's wherever you get podcasts. It's a movie podcast. Basically, all we do is we take one central theme and then me and the co-host, Jason Concepcion, each pick a movie that touches on that theme. So it could be like, okay, this week's theme is find a movie where somebody's having relationship troubles. And we're like, okay, cool. Clueless and Garden State. Boom. There's there, Now Now we're going to talk about those two movies through this lens. Right on. We um, talked about La La Land earlier. Is that one of the movies that you've ever, did you guys ever do that one? Oh, we haven't done that one yet, but that's really, really good. Donald uh, only wants to tune in, Shay, when you do uh, La La Land. Uh, listen, um, nobody, Shay, as you know from listening, you guys, yes. Shay can talk about um, movies and TV in such an amazing, interesting, articulate way. So check out his podcast, although don't listen to it before you listen to ours. <laughs> um, another thing I want to mention that I think is cool if you're a creative person, Adobe Max is a big creativity conference. Uh, it's happening the 20th to the 22nd. I only know about this because I'm one of the speakers, and I'm telling you because it's free. Normally, this is a paid thing, but this year, because of life being what it is, the good folks of Adobe have made it free. So uh, it's all sorts of presentations and speeches and cool things you'd get at a creativity conference, uh, but free. So uh, go to adobemax.com to to find that, and also you can watch my video because I I give out some little pearls of wisdom, I think. You teaching about mm. film, Zach? What are we learning? I'm uh, auditioning to be a film professor. Uh, no, I speak about the creative process a bit, and and I, uh, I don't know. I hopefully inspire a bit. That sounds awesome. I I, nice. I, I videotaped it already. It's already it's done. Um, lastly, I just want to talk about merch. We, you know, Donald and I got made fun of for having shitty merch, so we went all out. Now we've got all sorts of shit. There's hoodies, there's t-shirts in different colors. There's a t- Dish, there's a washcloth that was meant for you to take in the shower, but I, I posted on on Instagram a, a young uh, woman used it at her as her dish towel. It's it's hanging over the handle of her stove, mm. so you can also use it as your dish towel. Uh, we got a lot of good shit coming. Should I tell me we got coming, Don? Let's get let's get into it. We got for the holiday season. We've got wrapping paper coming yep. your way. Oh, that's smart. That's a smart one. We got ornaments. We got <laughs> wow. ornaments coming. We got your pop way. sockets. Boom. We got pop sockets coming your way. And my favorite item that I don't think we ordered enough of. We definitely did. But we'll no. find out. 
They will sell um, we out. have we have um, Zach and Donald uh, onesies. I'm so excited. He's got <laughs> onesies headed your way. Those are flying out of here. Yeah. Well, well we had to, we had to decide how many to order, and Donald and I were like, I don't know how many we should order. I mean, like, I, I don't know how many people buy this, and then I I don't think we ordered enough because I think they'll be popular because everyone in my family wants them. But anyway. That's our merch, so don't think we don't have good merch now, and don't make fun of us for having shitty merch because we 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 got into it. Oh, and you find the merch, sorry, by going to cottonbureau.com and searching for fake doctors, real friends. Um, I thought we could end the show with Josh Radin because we've never done that, Donald. All this time, we've never played a Josh Radin song. I thought we were waiting until go. Josh Radin was going to be on the show to play a song. No, that's silly. We're going to ask Josh Radin to play a song live when he's on. Maybe, maybe if we're if we were good podcast producers, we would have Thinking him play of Winter. We would have him play Winter on my screw up at the end of my screw up. That's what we Ooh. should do, right? So, which song should we have Josh Radin play? Today? Well, you and I, I think have the our. I think you and I have the same favorite Josh Radin song. I have a couple of favorite Josh Radin songs. But I think you and I have the same most favorite. Which one is that? Paperweight. Fuck yeah, dude. You know me. Yes. All right. Uh, listen, next week, Tara Reed on the show, guys. Woo! Tara Reed. Sharknado. We're going to get some good stories from Tara Reed. Uh, she's she always... plays a scientist in Sharknado. Tara Reed will be on the show next. Yes. And Tara Reed, uh, Tara Reed's got a lot of, always, always when we were shooting, had a lot of funny anecdotes. So she'll bring them. And she said yes. So we'll have Tara Reed. And uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Shay, for being such a good guest. Shay, you're you the best. As always. To, you're uh, the Daniel. best, Shay. Okay. Um, sorry for the unlatch. Uh, Joelle. Another one. Another, another unlatch. One. Another unlatch. Uh, Joelle, we love you. Daniel, we love you. Uh, here is Josh Radin with uh, Donald and my favorite song, Paperweight. Been up all night staring at you, wondering what's on your mind. I've been this way with so many before, but this feels like first time. You want the sunrise to go back to bed And I want to make you laugh Mess up my bed with me Kick off the covers and wait
wasting time And no need to wonder what's been on my mind It's you It's you This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hey, guys, I've been telling you about how we are big fans of Tacova's boots. Heritage, tradition, quality, comfort, style, and service are some of the best features of Tacova's. But now they also have a gift for our listeners. Tacovas will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps free with a minimum purchase of $100 at tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com. And point your toes west. If you're ready for an epic family vacation, there's no better place than sunny Orlando. Exciting thrills, never-ending food festivals, fresh new dining experiences, outdoor adventures, and Florida's natural springs, and so much more. Orlando has it all. And Visit Orlando's vacation planners can help you plan the perfect trip. In Orlando, anything is possible if you can imagine it. And that's what makes Orlando unbelievably real. Plan your escape today and save at visitorlando.com. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. 